This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by... Popco brand. Hello, and thank you for cracking another road soda. This episode is 100% virus free, not like those other guys. On this episode, we do a road soda take on the quarantine and the biggest aspect of the quarantine tiger king and what did you get in your easter eggs this year was it porno with me is we got greg mcginnis on the show how you doing greg i'm doing all right man quarantining quarantining uh mr justin mitchell is taking a sabbatical he should be back next week uh just you know so that's what we do we got we got every you gotta rotate them you gotta come in and out well, now to be fair, uh, he did go visit the the uh, tiger sanctuary up in Tampa and has not been heard from since. So yeah. I don't want to draw any conclusions yet, but well, yeah, we don't know exactly there what's be going some on. Some fear with, for his safety. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on with Justin, but I know definitely who to blame. It. It's that bitch up north in Tampa, <laughs> Carol fucking Baskins. <laughs> That's all I know. That's the only thing the person we can blame. Anyway. Here we are. It's another episode. Uh, we're not doing. We didn't do the arcade segment, but that's okay. And uh, we'll we'll bring that one back whenever. And uh, but we have the you know the Millennial Book Club. We talk about it's most of this episode is talking about Tiger King, which surprisingly I'm not tired of it yet. Um, I'm enjoying it. Hopefully you guys watched it. And um, so we had Mr. Grant called in. And of course, anybody can call into the show. At 706-200-1213. Tell us your thoughts on the Millennial Book Club or any other segments of the show or anything. Just call in, leave a message, and we'll play it. But Grant called. Hey, it's Grant. Um, Super Impossible Road. A lot of fun. I generally hate racing games. Uh, I'm frustrated. I never seem to get too good at them, but uh, this one one held my interest. Neat scenery and cool idea and being able to kind of reset sometimes that was cool too uh what is going on with your governor um i I think for anybody else who's been locked down 
already it's it's kind of a head scratch to see what's going on down there good luck with all of that uh, and good luck with the episode thanks Yeah, so he was he commented on the Super Impossible Road, which was the arcade game, and we still haven't recorded that segment, but um, we will re- definitely continue on at some point there. But um, and then he also commented, he said, you hear him say about the our governor. He said, what's going on with our governor? What's he talking about? What's wrong with our governor? I don't get it. Well, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people were thinking that we would have a stay in place as early as some of these other states. Florida is like one of the top five population states, right? Okay. You got New York, you got California, you got Texas, you got so Florida. What? A lot of people coming and going, and they just, you know, I think the people that are most afraid of uh, having the hospitals overrun really want people to be staying in place so we can slow it down or possibly maybe. <laughs> mitigate it all together and so I, I get that a lot of people have been bitching about DeSantis taking too long to uh, you know fully quarantine us like we, we were a little later than most of the and, big places and it's not like we have the most vulnerable population or anything I mean there's just not I don't understand it's not uh, <laughs> why do it's we even have shit. to close down at, at all you know what's funny what I've realized from being down here during this is that the that older group that's at high risk those greatest generation folks they're so people person oriented they're having a way harder time than a guy that like your age right a guy your age is like i don't fucking see anybody anyway i don't give a shit that's right i am the computer motherfucker yeah but like a guy that's like 81 that needs to fucking stand there is like what am i supposed to do i gotta go say hi to everyone in my neighborhood (laughs) this is the time i shake hands with everybody on the street from seven in the morning till nine in the morning they do they're just very social people so it's tough it is tough you're right. Yeah. And you know what? So I still don't see how this connects to the Ron DeSantis thing. Ron DeSantis is a great guy. <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. He's a friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And uh, thank you for the, the luck being sent by Grant. And uh, so that's uh, – hope you guys enjoy enjoy the episode. But first, how about a, another word from our sponsors? Popco Brands would like to thank you for your support. As the owners of 63% of all American brands, every 10 seconds each American produces a dollar of revenue for us on average. No need to buy anything different or try out something new. Just keep doing what you're doing. That is because we are the world's leading producers of podcasts, nuclear materials, and chicken nuggets. Popco is also the sole owner of all carbonation methods, plastics for consumables, and mass water purification techniques. Because of the wide and sweeping reach, if you are eating, sleeping, alive, or dead, Popco would like to thank you for your continuous support. Hey, this is the news. Always got to have the news because you know what? It's always new, baby. This one is the first one is that's more than Jeff Bezos gives in money. And I also sent these over to Greg so he can open them up as well and read them. And here it is. Ready? Little Caesars donating one million pizzas to first responders hospitals. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's the shittiest pizza you can get. Domino's, Little Caesars. You think that's what the article said? Yeah, but it's the <laughs> shittiest pizza you can get. Of course not. They're like, you know, it's free pizza. Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. But it is shitty pizza. Right. 
What if uh, that's but, nice though? Did you didn't you hear about something that happened and then Jeff Bezos donated like a million dollars and there was an article about it like Jeff Bezos like dude what's a million dollars to that dude it's like oh wow it's like I well, can't you hear the guy was. from Twitter the guy from Twitter donated a billion dollars to this he said oh wow like what do you mean the guy from Twitter that like started it the, the founder of Twitter yeah well, he's like Stephen Twitter um. What the hell's his name? Well, I don't know. Even if you said his name, I think I did see. He changed it. He legally changed it. Now the Sting, I mean, Madonna, and Twitter. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard something about that. I think there was a tweet about that. All right. So the next it's, it's one. It's twenty percent of his twenty percent of his wealth. I'm that's sorry. crazy. Making everyone sweat. Mister uh, Mister Warren Buffett's like, I can't I can't split it in half again. All right. What do you want me to do? He already donated it all. I mean, that would be like me writing a check for like nine hundred and fifty dollars. You know, twenty eight percent of everything I've got. Here you go. (laughs) How about the secret recipe has been coveted for years? This is the next article. Waffle House sells out of waffle mix in four hours. How do you feel about that? Wow. Hey. Um. Wait, first, Greg. Before, uh, wh- have you noticed so far what every one of these news sources is? Um, yeah, local My Son Comes, baby. ABC7, they know what's up. All right, sorry, continue. <laughs> How do you feel about this uh, waffle mix? Um, I don't what, know. That's, what what's the context for it selling out? It was like one place. I one think they place, closed so a bunch of stores. Uh, waffle House just found out its signature product is popular on is po- is as popular online as it is in the restaurants with most locations closed a plan to sell the popular waffle mix through websites has an unexpected success i think they sold out in like nine hours uh sold That's out crazy. of its bags of waffle mix in just four hours do you wow. like waffle house i mean uh not enough i'll to tell ma- first i love waffle house yeah i, I, just, I absolutely like it as what about the waffles themselves do you remember what they taste like uh yeah they're not bad i mean come on how do you fuck waffles up you know i think it's more of like an ambiance thing than anything else like yeah they... I, there's a waffle house right down the street from my house you've probably been there more than i'd be living down here for years but i can't my wife won't go she's very <laughs> i will not bougie. be seen inside that fucking waffle house yeah she just won't do it you know so like the only time i ever go is i take the kids she'll be like i have to go visit my mother in such and such and i'm leaving early on sunday and then we'll wake up late, and I'll be like, dudes, you know we're going. They're like, yep, put my shoes on, Dad. Are you, are you allowed to tell her? Uh, if it gets out afterwards, nothing she can do. Her hands no, are it's too late. It's too late. Did, she ask, did you shower after? <laughs> it's more about her does not want to be at a Waffle House, because yeah. she's like, you can't get any shit here. And I'm like, it ain't that bad. They're quick. You sit right in. I like it. It's the, like an old the, school the diner. Person that cooks is, the person that takes the order is also kind of in the kitchen. They never leave? Because yeah, they have to like come I mean, up to the table right on the other side. You know what I think of when I think of Waffle House now is I saw a thing where the government, like, uh, pandemic team, this this is prior to the corona thing. I heard about this. But when they have, like... This place will spread a disease like wildfire. (laughs) No, they're talking about, like, floods and, like, hurricanes and that type of thing. When there's a big natural disaster, there actually is a thing called the Waffle House Index. The government, the actual... What's the group? They, uh... What's the group that FBI? No, the emergency, the the EPA. EPA, I I don't know. Even if you said FEMA, FEMA. FEMA. Okay, yes, yes, I do know. Holy shit! FEMA tracks Waffle House activity. If Waffle Houses are closing, that tells them that's a strong enough signal to the government that a serious crisis is coming. Because Waffle House, 
is like the fucking they don't close, baby. <laughs> Dude, they don't they don't close. That's what that it says. Leaks. That's the fucking reason. They no, don't seriously. Close, baby. So they they can track Waffle House opens and closes. What they like about it is that they can get in touch with, and now they've actually made open channels with Waffle House like corporate. Right. So they they have numbers and stuff, so they can actually get like instant up to the date. Like, yes, there's twelve in the Panhandle. They're all closed. They go fuck. We need to send some shit there now. That's very. And if the wa- and if the Waffle House are starting to open back up, they go, all right, now we can send this level of stuff. You base it on Waffle House. How do you know the, the proper time to go in to an emergency? What, what is a state of emergency? Well, we uh, have the Waffle House chart, the Waffle House meter. Dude, that's, that's all. I, wait. Oh, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind so of a Ameri- cool phenomenon, I think. It is, and it's so American because uh, I heard recently – a very similar thing, and I'm I'm uh, on about like the Czech Republic or something. There's this river there, and then once the river drops to a certain point, like the like the water level drops, it exposes these stones. Uh, they're called like the hunger stones, and there's like these warnings written on these stones that like people have put in there because anytime the water had got down to that level, they uh, some shit was about to happen, right? Or some bad shit happened, like drought or some shit came. And uh, apparently they're exposed right now. So over in Czech Republic, they use like uh, a river. And here we use Waffle House. <laughs> you got to go with what the Lord put in front of you, my friend. They put <laughs> Waffle House all over here for a reason. It runs they, they, where the syrup runs like rivers. <laughs> so that was... But... Oh, oh, oh. How about another uh, article? Last article. Ready? Spreading Easter joy. How about that? How could that go wrong? Police, woman put Easter eggs full of porn in mailboxes. How much porn can you put in an Easter egg? Is it, wait, this is illegal? <laughs> well, I don't see anything that says I cannot do that. I would be hard pressed to see that it's illegal. Yeah, it's, it, show me what I did wrong. It depends where you're at. If you're in, uh, <laughs> where's it say, Flagler County, yeah, I mean, is you this, know, they, yeah. they make up their own shit. Have you been to Flagler County? Isn't that up in like the where Flagler University is and shit, right? Right, which is like St. Augustine area. Saint, but yes. This is probably like the sticks, the outskirts sticks, because they're not even saying what city. They're just saying Flagler County. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Don't worry about it. Just the, <laughs> the county. So they're like, where's Flagler- the guy live? And they're like, well, he lives... Da, 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 da. And he goes, well, it was kind of a trailer kind of set off by itself, but we're just going to put Flagler County. That's fine. Go ahead. Continue with the story. Well, I put... Well, that... Well, that <laughs> They put Easter eggs in our mailbox with porn in them. Now that is strictly a Christmas time tradition. This person like is completely fucking up the tradition of Easter. Uh, let's see what they actually says though. A woman in Florida was arrested for allegedly putting explicit content in mailboxes. Oh, that law. Deputy said. Uh, deputy said she filled plastic Easter eggs with pornographic images. It's just pictures of people being outside and, and in grocery stores or not or like I at, mean, re- at restaurants. Again, how really how much pornographic imagery can you put in an Easter egg? Are they like regular plastic eggs? Because you can't put that much in there. I, if that little picture up top is like a, a video or a clip from the video, it looks like it's a, like a picture kind of folded up and put into one. So it's just like clipped up a Playboy or something. Pretty bizarre, pretty deranged zealousness. Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley said, that's a deranged zealousness, huh? Well, I mean, it's a pretty neat idea, but it's just like illegal. 
He said his detectives some, almost... Some officer had a word of the day catalog. Yeah. Zealous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll fit it in there. He said his detectives almost caught 42-year-old April Sestoni in the act moments after she allegedly placed unwanted pornographic materials in mailboxes where some of the well actually some of the victims did want that so uh, they're not they don't want to press charges uh, uh, the area Wednesday night evidence was man pretty uh, so wait how would you how would you react um, I don't know. You don't really want people like getting into your mailbox, right? Mailbox right. is kind of a sacred thing in America. Like it's a federal I mean, crime. Maybe, what if she's trying to start up a business? That's start like up their, a business. That's like their business thing, you know. Like when they when you give them a little, you shit, give them a little porn and an Easter egg, and then right. they come back for more. Like all of her magazines. Each, all of her East each East Easter egg was like new Detweiler's location, and then you open it up, <laughs> and it has. Has porn in it. All I see is this naked lady in a weird pose. Don't tell me anything about when or where this Detweiler's opening. Detweiler's just hired the number one marketer in New York City. He just made uh, Jeff Bezos a billionaire, and they came down here, and, well, this is his uh, genius marketing plan for, for Detweiler's. They won't even know it's us. Believe me. This will plant the seed <laughs> of Detweiler's. There's a marker that the government uses, actually. If, uh, increased porn in a, in a world, pe- more people go to the grocery store. This is going to help us. They use, Just like how they use think, Waffle House. I don't think this lady's going to be in too much trouble. I think, you know, she's going to be shunned by her neighbors. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, she's going to have to find something else to do. She's, her scrapbooking is out of whack with COVID. You're right, you're right. She's, she's going to be that fucking porn pictures. lady from now on. Her husband is not letting her see the kids. She can't do the Easter hunt. She can't scrapbook anymore. I got to do something with all these plastic eggs and these explicit content that I've got here. <laughs> oh my, yeah. I I wonder if it says in the article why she did it. Um, let me just skim real quick. She claims that the Bible is being rewritten, that there is homosexuality in the church, and she felt that they were not teaching the Word of God. So by putting porn in little eggs, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I made that last part up, but all of that first part was real up until uh, we're not teaching the word of God. So here's my thought, because I, I like to, I do like to play around with like these type of situations. Like, what was the lady's motivation, and then what was the reason for her saying that? Right. I imagine that she was just thought it would be funny. Maybe she was really <laughs> high, and she put a bunch of eggs in, and she got caught. Are you trying to now say she was on drugs, sir? <laughs> now she, I hope she was on drugs. Now she's in front of the police station, and there's a ton of really militant church people ready to tear her to shreds. Right. And that's when she says, I believe the Bible is being rewritten. There's homosexuality rampant, and we need to stop it. And they went, all right, hold on. Maybe we can't kill her. Right. Let's let her go. She's going to come to church. Wait, you know, it was, a, it was a smart self-preservation move the last she's week. A, she's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be the wrong ones. Man, that is... Uh, so that's the that's the flipping news. That was a fun news I, segment. I feel like I'm up to date. This, I feel like, it's pretty good. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm good I now. I know what's happening. <laughs> Monster Burger! Burger! Proud to serve vegan options! Force down! The all new Monstrosity Burger! 
It's impossibly beyond meat using a mere 45 bean variety mixture, including pigeon, azuki, and mung bean. There's so much protein packed into our patty, it makes beef look like potato salad. Wow! <laughs> we pile that pseudo meat with caramelized tofu bacon, two chickpea chicken patties, and red beet lamb shanks with our signature horseradish bologna dip. Eat the whole damn farm and do no harm. Comes with our fry sack and gullet blaster. Industrialized. Your order for only 50 cents. New and experimental, experimental segment. How about Road Toda? Road Toda, huh? We got to think of a better name. Road Soda Takes. And that's, you know, there's big things going on in the world all the time. What are, what are, uh, you know, the Road Soda Takes? We're not going to give you the, the, you know, the, the boring regular view. Let's, uh, let's get a different take on it. And of course, we're talking about COVID-19, everybody, right? But more importantly, as, as uh, Mr. Greg has brought to us, the quarantine. Let's, Let's ask a few things about the quarantine. How about that? Yeah, like what are the angles that are coming up as a quarantine-er? Someone right. in quarantine. We're all in different levels, right? So, mm-hmm. and I know everyone, it's, it's impossible to get everyone to stay right in. Although, my heart really went out to the people that were like stuck on a cruise ship that really couldn't oh, even leave their hell, hell on earth. fucking cabin. You imagine <laughs> that even a couple of weeks would be like brutal. Dude, is this you know, prison? But we're not doing anything like that. Is I know. It would be worse than prison because you this couldn't is even get out. prison. <laughs> They're just like leaving shitty food that's probably getting increasingly worse in front of your room. Yeah. And you, ugh. And a cruise bathroom, don't even get into it. It's so small. This would be illegal in war. I mean, it would. Yeah, it's like (laughs) war crimes fucking type settings. But they give you all the booze you want, so you usually overlook it. Well, I guess that's pretty neat. Still got to get to my 10 drink minimum. Yeah, that would be awesome, day. actually, too, if someone that was still hammering. Dude, I got my card. I want the drinks to keep coming. Don't want to get off the ship. Uh, there was a... What about... Yeah, that does. Uh, what about the people, like, in New York, man? Like, New York City? They're not allowed it to go like anywhere. It's kind of scary in New York. Yeah, I know. Like people aren't le- really are not leaving their houses. Me, do you think, what do you, so what do you think that means, though? Like, they go to the grocery store once a week? Maybe they can go out like for an hour a day or something. I don't know. I think it's their choice. I think you have a little more like you're allowed to go out and walk around, at least in Florida. I, you know, I read like it, if you're out, if you go for a run or a walk, like you're allowed to do that. Like it's not a problem. And a lot of the, like the little uh, local parks are open. It's just like the, the federal parks or like the state parks, I think, are closed. But um, like you can go down to Island Park or you can go to. A number of different places and like go for a walk and shit you know have you ever been to you know you just reminded me of have you ever been to that park at the top of siesta key it's like it's just like a little parking lot with like a little strip of park around but uh, like shell beach on, is that what it's called yeah is there an actual beach there yeah it's called shell beach it's it's on the northwest side of siesta key right yeah yeah all like all the way up like almost right over you after you come over the north bridge a little bit Ex- yes exactly you're you actually have to kind of take a left and go up towards it because if you're just driving through the key, it's going to kind of force you back onto the North Bridge. So you kind of go up to the left. That's actually pretty cool. I've never been up there. We just, were, you know, we've been driving around because we've got so much time to kill. And uh, I said, wow, this is like really nice. I'd love to come out here, maybe like take a run from here down to the key and then, you know, down through the key and then back to my car and have a nice little place to stop or just take a book out. It was, it's like 
what the hell's prettier than being at the top of Siesta Key? You got the. It was really fucking nice, man. There's a lot of parks. Right. That, in a lot of places, but like everything in this fucking part of the world is just ridiculous. Remember, I'm not from here. Yeah, yeah. It still kind of amazes me sometimes. Where I'm like, God damn. All it took, all it took to get people to go outside to parks with their family was for everybody to tell them to stay inside. <laughs> yeah. What about this? Uh, what activity are you looking forward to the most throughout the day? Like when you wake up, what's like, what are you looking forward to? Because usually it's going home from whatever you're doing during that day. But if you're already home all day. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> I mean, definitely, you know, I'm a big coffee guy. It's been a real pain in my balls to get coffee. I mean, I have coffee at my house and there's still a but I don't make that open. shit. <laughs> well, you make it. It's just not as good. You know, it's just one of those things, man, where you just get used to like anything. You get used to exactly your brand yeah. and if yeah. you're doing it every day. Starbucks was great. We had one right down the street from the house. You know, that one on Clark and uh, it, that totally closed. They went from you could go in and order like online and just <laughs> yeah. walk in and get it. But they put all the chairs up. Right. right. Then they said, no, you can't even go in. It's just the drive through. Then you. Then, then it was like you had to drive through real slow. Then it was we would throw it at your car as you drove by. <laughs> now they won't even fucking throw it. Now they won't even let you go there. Like they, they just closed down completely. So you go to this morning. I went to the one uh, off B Ridge. You know that one that's kind of crazy. It's right on that big intersection. I can't even believe they call it a Starbucks. I mean, anytime this is such a bad idea. Anytime someone has puts a really heavily traveled business on a really busy corner, yeah. Then they do like a drive-through, and there's not enough physical space. Should be illegal. For like, it, it's. I mean, you should see how ridiculous it is. I went at like 10.30 this morning thinking I'd miss the rush. Right. And there was like seven cars, seven cars out on B Ridge. Like, because that means the drive through backed up all snaked around the building, yeah. out in front of the building, down to the road. Seven cars are literally parked on B Ridge waiting to get in. I was like, what in the fuck? You're so causing real around. life traffic, not just traffic it, in a parking lot. Yeah, I mean, it could have like, I don't know, dude, if someone's not paying attention. It's that, that Starbucks nice. traffic. You know what I did? I drove, I went, all right, fuck this, I'm not going to park in the middle of B Ridge. I drove all the way past, that's a big ass block too, all the way to whatever the next big cross street is, take a right, take a right, take a right, to come down Beneva, and then I went in the other way. But the parking lot was almost completely full, every inch of it with a car. I snuck into a spot, I went to the front, and they did this thing where they let you uh, someone told me this to my little brother was like, Hey, if you want your coffee, you can go here and do this. So this is what I've resorted to now. And again, the whole purpose of getting a coffee for me is like, I just want to relax. I'm going to just shoot up the street, grab a coffee, come back, sit out on the deck, read for a few minutes or, or flip with my phone and just relax. Right now. I'm like, Holy shit. There's like an accident situation. I got to like navigate my car through this thing. Then I got to go to the front of the Starbucks and you open the door and you yell your name in. And then you got like, <laughs> Everyone is standing like Greg. Almost have like Greg. They almost have like marks. Because like, we're all standing there, but everyone wants to be like spread out. I was like, if this you is just so scream your name, fucking they'll... annoying. It was so annoying. So I'm gonna miss that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna look forward to that. Being able to just go and get a coffee any fucking time I want. You know, that's uh, yeah. one of the things. And if you really want, at any given time, you can do the uh, the mystery drink and just run in and yell a generic name like Mike. John, Mike. I'm, I'm gonna go. With is there a no, no? What, what does it say on that one right there? Oh, Mike. That, uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm Mike. Mike, here I am. I'm Mike. All right, thank you, <laughs> dude. That's this. That's how I feel about fucking. Uh, or that's how I feel about Chipotle. How they give away like if you if you call in an order, or you uh, yeah. send it like get an order with the app. They just make it and they put it on this like cart out in the middle, like out in the dining room. 
Like, motherfucker. And so you can come up and you just grab your shit. It's like, dude, a lot of trust they got. I can't, I would just go, if I was homeless, I would just rob that daily. Shit, I'm going to do it and I'm not homeless. Dude, um, that's, that could be like you're a little mini nonprofit. Isaiah passes out Chipotle. Yeah. You're like Robin Hood of Chipotle. Yeah. No, you don't have to pay me, sir. <laughs> don't you have to just, pay me. Don't uh, think of anything. In fact, don't. it literally was no trouble at all. I just, just grabbed uh, it on the way out. Just ha- hashtag Chipotle hero. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Chipotle uh, hero. Yep. Uh, and how about this? Uh, Greg, did you ever finish that puzzle? I did not finish <laughs> it yet, but we've, we've made killer progress. I'm still working on it. I actually, yeah. I just told you I was up extremely late last night. Like the fam did like a little, my little brother came over. We kind of hung out for a little bit and then everyone went to bed and I went in and cleaned up the kitchen because like we had dinner and then we kind of fucked around for a few hours. So now I go out and clean the kitchen. It took like an hour. Now I'm like kind of amped up. I sit down with the puzzle and I put on a podcast and I'm just kind of, Oh no! You know what I was watching? I was watching Larry Sanders, old episodes of Larry Sanders. Made you ever watch the Larry Sanders show? If I had, I didn't know. I don't know. It was Gary Shandling. It was like a. It was a talk show, but it was oh, like okay. behind the scenes of a talk show. Oh, now that like you say Gary late, Shandling, like I'm totally. Night. I have no idea. I'm assuming that's what it is, but I don't. I have no clue. No clue. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, it's it was like a '90s thing. It was awesome. Janine Garofalo and uh, okay, there's a name. Uh, I know. J- Jeremy Piven was one of his writers. They, like the funny novelty of it was they were doing like a show about a late night show, like a Letterman or Leno. He's Larry Sanders, but the thing would be like only a little bit of the show would actually be him on you know up up behind the desk. Most of the show was about like what's going on with these fucking guests. Right. And what is this and his personal life leaking into it? So really funny because it actually is a show and they're doing a show about a late night show. So you know that some of the stuff they were doing was actual stuff that had like ripped from the headlines, meaning stuff that people were actually bitching about the actors and the directors and the producers on the show. And then they put it on the show in a complicated way where you have to they're like, oh, you kind of need a bitch about that. Let's make a show about that where you're going to be a bitch about something like you really were. I, I guess I'm not explaining well, but a great show, super great fucking funny show. Shit. And so great was, show. you were staying up late watching this. Is that is that what you're saying? And and sitting there working on the puzzle because I just love the working dead of the night. Puzzle, trying to find super, all those goddamn corner pieces. All I've got now. No, the whole edge is done. Oh, I shit. borrowed it off this it's old lady. Done. That's a friend of my little brother's. I was like, I mentioned that I wanted to put a jigsaw puzzle together. I thought it'd be a good way to waste some time, and uh, my brother was like hey there's a lady lives across the street from me she's got a bunch of them she like always does them even when we're not in quarantine and i went oh all right well that's cool and like later that day he <laughs> popped over he's like here you go he said the only request she has when you bring it back <laughs> the whole the whole edge pieces all the edge pieces she puts them in a bag oh, like separate cheats. from the rest of the puzzle well i don't know it was uh, a nice dude, little thing because then i put the edge together it's not that easy it was a 1500 piece you know so it took me several hours to get the edge set she um it sounds like a weird spinoff to like Jumanji. Like, here's your puzzle. Like this old creepy lady down the sh- down down the street. She's got all these puzzles. She's like, you want a puzzle? Here's one. Here's a magical puzzle. And when you finish it, something's gonna happen. Maybe? No, not a good movie. Maybe. All right. Well, hey, Maybe. didn't you say I that miss- you uh, you had some <laughs> some spits, some takes you wanted to shoot out? What were you thinking here? Well, so. What uh, what are you thinking? Like, if we did like a quick association game in the context of the quarantine life, okay. What does what does bedtime mean to you in a quarantine situation? Uh, uh same thing. Uh, eight, nine, ten o'clock bedtime. Got to be in bed. 
In a quarantine, you're going to bed at 10 o'clock. Yeah, dude, I got work in the morning. So how about on the weekends? I, I got to keep that schedule regular for work. Wow, that's a good <laughs> commitment. I like that. Dude, oh, man, I can't. I can't. The, the Monday is just going to be painful. If yeah. you're, if you're, no, once you're fucking off, dude, I go to bed at like, if I go to bed at 12 and I have to wake up for work at whatever time, six, seven o'clock in the morning, I hate, I hate everything. Yeah. It sucks. No, I totally, I agree. It totally sucks. And I do it to myself all the time. I feel like women are much smarter about that because at a younger age, they're like, why are you still up? I go to, they, they like compete with each other. Like, oh, I went to bed at 945. Ooh, you're up till 945. I go to bed at 915. And she's like, what are you? I got both of you trumped. I go to bed at eight forty-five, yeah. and the dudes are all like, "Yeah, I was watching, uh, you know, Larry Sanders at two oh, in the morning." Exactly, I was watching Larry Sanders. <laughs> and didn't you, you feel like shit the next day? Oh god, sure yeah, it did. Was brutal. You know, I. But think, what are you gonna do? I was up. I stayed up. <laughs> I stayed up. That's it. I uh, I do it because I'm half woman. So, what? No, up? you're good. You got good discipline with that. I like it. You're a young dad, and uh, you know, you're trying to. It is. It, it obviously we all know it's very smart. Sleep is very important to to this show right but and i general, also have i also do have half a vagina i'm just uh and you also have ambiguous sexual equipment <laughs> yes. they call it a gina <laughs> they leave the v off so nice uh what what, what else you got so how about um how about exercise what is your exercise routine changed like in the quarantine world I, it's still the same man instead of instead of it's i'm still working out uh daily or not or throughout like the week but it's instead of actually going to a gym i'm like doing a lot of running and just body weight shit you know like trying to do pull-ups and stuff like that but i still do it for almost an hour uh you know run for about half that time and then do the other shit and then that's it because man if i miss two or three days which i do all the time like so a lot of times i'll do like four days working out and then i'll miss three days for one reason or another by that third day i i feel I feel like I'm about to explode. There's a, there's definitely a difference that I, that, uh, I need, I needs it. What about you? What it's, uh, no. what's, I, you started running, didn't you? Yeah, I did actually. I started because of the corn, just because the first couple of weeks I was getting zero. Yeah. I was like beyond normal sedentary. Right. Once you like cut out all that walking from the car door to the house door, to the car door, to the, to the work door, then what do you got left? Well, actually, they got homeless guys near Bradenton Financial, so you can have like a guy drag you on a plastic sled. So I was, I was, I was kind of getting overindulgent with that. It's it fifty cents. I had my own guy. I knew his whole story. I would just roll out of the driver's seat. He would carry my coffee and pull hey, me morning, out of the plastic Greg. sled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, who are we kidding? I didn't get a whole lot of exercise, but just getting out in the world does something to you. And then also eating. So we, we, the, you mentioned your exercise thing, but let's talk food because then I can talk to you about how my exercise and food in a quarantine situation has changed. Right. How's your eating? Um, That's a hard one for most people, I bet. It's kind of the same, man. It's, yeah. I, I, really? I'm, I, so this is why I uh, – it was almost – you, you said you – right when you, when you were saying that – it's more – when you were – yeah, yeah. When you said at the beginning how you were kind of thinking you wanted to do this kind of the quarantine thing, I thought it would be really great because I feel as if almost nothing has changed outside of me now just working from home. It's like my everything's the same, dude. I never went out. I never did anything. I still I never went to the store or Publix after eight o'clock anyway. Um, like I, I would, you know, 
eat out, but I never ate at restaurants. I would just go pick up like when's the last time I ate in a McDonald's? Dude, McDonald's is still open. I just go pick some shit up, pick up food here and there. And uh yeah. yeah. The only that's and of course the gym being closed, but other than that, it's really not a huge huge train. I think for you it's because you're home and your kids are home and your wife is home. And usually you guys are playing like uh, musical chairs with the house all day long, you know? So, well, with kids in middle school, too, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, the kids got to go to this. Yeah. They got a thing after school. They got practices for stuff. There's games. So you're, you're just going to a, a lot of stuff season to season that's related to the school or to their sports. All that's gone. Yeah. And then they're not in school at all. So they got nothing going. And it, it has been kind of weird for me to, like, I haven't set foot in a store in like I think like at least three weeks. My wife is doing the grocery shopping thing where you go to. Uh, well, she's going to like Detweilers for this, and she's going to Publix for that, and she's going to Walmart to get like they do this curbside thing where you can order the shit online and then they okay. bring it out to your trunk. Right. And then and when the guy tries to come and tell her what the things were, she just sprays Lysol in his face <laughs> through a cracked window. <laughs> and uh, six feet, you know, sir. Throw That's the bags into the trunk. So she's taking care of all that. Right. She feels like I'm going to be completely careless. Like, hey, can we just hold hands for a minute while I ask you this question about what's in aisle seven? <laughs> Excuse me, can you take me to aisle seven? Can you, could you lead me to aisle seven, sir? <laughs> I think it's a good time for us to become blood brothers right, right. now. Do you have right. a, a needle of some sort? <laughs> I just so feel like I've gotten to know you. Sorry, yeah. So I haven't gone into a store yeah. at all, but the online, like the packaging thing is getting crazy. Like every day, there's something getting dropped off. We got two packages the other day and I, you know usually a package is like fun you're like ooh, you know yeah. it's like it's now better it's than a pain. Mail. yes like, well now yeah now we have to like take it out in the fo- she makes a big deal about it she's like you gotta open the box in the front hall like that little screen front entryway right take the stuff out put the get rid of the boxes and everyone's gonna wash their hands and you know sanitize all the shit so i open up the two boxes one of them literally had a package of copy paper in it Okay, like a thing of copy paper, like I don't know how many sheets. Just said sheets. it. Just said made you wash your hands. Yeah, for paper. I was like, that's, that's all it totally said on it. <laughs> what's in the other one? You ready for what's in the other one? It right. was two containers of ranch dressing, like Rock just and roll. run-of-the-mill, like dollar fifty ranch dressing, yep. and a bag of potato chips that had been thrashed to shit <laughs> because it was in a box with two things of ranch. What's the worst I, thing we can it, pack a bag of potato chips with? And... I just couldn't even believe how poor that, that whole process was to even order that. The bag of chips Let will keep order... the ranch from wiggling around too much, you know? <laughs> yeah, just wedge some chips in there and uh, everything should be fine, Chief. Yeah, we don't... yeah so, but, so that's not an exciting package to get anyway. Forget it, even if the right. chips weren't completely destroyed. <laughs> so, but the, so, I don't know, I haven't set foot in a store. It's all come into the house and I haven't really uh... been... Uh, the, the change is I'm not having to drive to work. Yeah, right, right. And but I'm at home all the time and I've no outside engagements at all. Right. And which yeah, I yeah. usually have shit that I have to do every week. Yeah, that's like, a remember, question that I had written down for you, which was like how how do you feel about the honey do list now? So it's not so much the honey do list. She's actually been really cool about that. It's more it's always been a struggle with like, you know, at the beginning of the week she knows what I'm gonna complain about. Right. And she'd be like, You know we're going to dinner with them on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, don't we have something to do? I know I'm going to come home from work at like 7 o'clock on Thursday and I'm going to want to take my shoes off and sit down and remaining in a sitting position Yeah. until I go into a laying position. I don't want to fucking go chit Now you're like, hey, can we go to dinner with Tom and Laura, please? (laughs) What about that dinner? Well, 
I will. I'm sure there'll be like a month. Actually, the first couple times I do it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I fucking get that's so why annoyed. I don't, yeah. That's why. In a restaurant, be... I don't even have the patience for a restaurant. I'm like, if I want to eat something, I open my fridge, I throw it in the microwave. What's the max? I'm like, something like two minutes. I'm eating it. Yep. Go to a restaurant, like you want me to come back, and it's like, I don't want to fucking take an hour to eat. Or if I go mm. to a restaurant and they're like, it's gonna be like a 25 minute wait. I'm almost like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Yeah. Yep. I am done. Just food. It's all. Gonna, it's all. Shit. It's all turns into shit anyway. Yeah. Like for Christ's sake, I can go to a gas station and get whatever's in the front of the register. And that's fucking fine. Like yep. you said, it's all going to be shit in four hours anyway. That's right. Well, for some people, I mean, maybe for you. For maybe not four hours. Me, I, I for think me, it's probably more like 12 hours, right? Dude, sometimes I eat stuff and, I'm, and I wonder where it went. Are like you eating chewing gum? Because I know the chewing gum doesn't always come out the other end. So you well, have to wait a long time for yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a morning thing. It's a special diet I heard on Joe Rogan. It's <laughs> a special diet I heard on Joe Rogan. I yes, love it. sir. And I do everything he says. Uh, let's see. And let me. Here's the last one: is um, in, in this quarantine, does domestic abuse become acceptable? Does domestic abuse become acceptable? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe it should. I don't know. <laughs> I think abuse would like you know. This is the road so to take. Prob- <laughs> the the domestic abuse with the closed fist probably is going to stay the Open-handed. same level of popularity. <laughs> Ron DeSantis did another. Uh, did another what's it called a uh, uh, press? Did another press release or press uh, uh, on the new laws and bylaws of domestic abuse? Now we can open-handed strike open-handed. strike our no close-handed, and you only, must only if you are a uh, what's the word essential workers right only essential because we workers. need them can can take disciplinary matters in their own hands. Now, Just you must also be wearing a mask if you are striking your spouse. Yes. Wash your hands after you discipline your wife, and only until May 7th. Right. As of now. As no, of now. This is going to be he just turns, no, and he turns around and smacks somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> As of now. Wow. No, honey, you got it. Honey, you got to come to me. This is going to be a big one. You got to come with me, please. It would I mean a lot have- to me. The, the imagery that you just gave me with that was I was seeing Tim Robinson in front of Rick DeSantis as like the deaf interpreter. Right. And then when he said it, he just reaches over and just smacks whoever's next to him. Bam. Wham. Yeah. And then points to him like, fucking watch out. That's right. No, I mean, physical abuse is going to be the same, but I imagine this is going to be tough for a lot of people. Like, I know yeah. somebody who had broken up with their husband in January <laughs> and now they're quarantined at their mother's house with their mother and their sister and they're like adult like you know 40 oh dude I know it's so that's bad but that sounds tough. like hell on earth <laughs> I know it's like the worst game of musical cheers ever what you're there for a month the only thing that can make it worse is if they were all on a cruise ship fucking hell on earth Jesus Christ I know some people are in worse situations. Sounds like you're making out all right. It hasn't really. I don't know. I think I was just a pretty like, I wasn't doing too much as it was. The most popular place I was going day to day was the fucking or was the uh, dude. I'm saying fucking so much was the damn um, the gosh darn gym. The gosh darn gym. You know, it's the only place I was really going. And of course, the grocery store, which they're still open. But uh, and you're still going to the grocery store with the same frequency and. Yeah, I mean, all, I, I, all your normal places. Is there any place that you're like, oh, I wish I besides the gym, any place in the last three weeks you're like, ah, oh, shit. I've actually I I wanted go to there. go to one of the state parks, um, but the ones that are closed. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. And then and then some of the parks like are closed off where you can just go and sit at like a picnic table to like eat some some dinner or something, like go outside. Those are like yeah. some of those are closed off too uh, up where I am, but yeah. Even even the dog park that I took the dogs to is closed. Well, that's because there's dog uh, corona now. They get, these, dog, they get these adorable little coughs. <laughs> we've got the first cases of canine corona. We know dogs are dying every day. Tests are coming in, but this seems serious. This is serious, Back guys. to you, Steph. We now have a special muzzle mask so that they do not spread it. <laughs> and also an asshole mask. An asshole mask. Well, that's where most of the transmission comes from because they all run up in smells. An asshole can actually carry coronavirus for up to 12 hours. Yikes. On a dog's ass. On a dog's and, uh, ass. That's, we, we, know, and, we know on a human ass 12 hours. We have no idea yet of dude, canine I, corona on an this, ass. This, I think this might be completely uh, bullshit, but apparently there was some sort of mention about eating ass in New York State that they're like trying to make a recommendation like, hey, guys, stop eating so much ass during this time. I feel like that's like a trope. Like that, no matter what's happening, we're yeah. like, there's like a rapist at large. There's a curfew. Please. Try and stop eating ass. What is that? Are you trying for the to... next twenty four or forty? They, pe- what do you think that should be like? The new uh, road soda closeout. And remember, stop eating ass. <laughs> I don't know. That's. Such I mean, a good it's, idea. Just, it's it's not realistic to say stop. You just really want to. Say, yeah, you're right. You try to curb it a little try bit. Try to limit limit your appetite and your that, acetite. And that, folks, that's a road soda take, huh? How's that? Nice. Hey Greg, did you know that Popco makes the top fireproofing brick used in crematorium incinerators? I did not know that. But I did just read that they are also the leading producers of matchbooks, women's shoes, and public school lunches. Wow, great stuff. That's right, they are our favorite sponsor because they send a big check and only ask us to remind you all that they own 63% of all American brands. And because of this wide and sweeping reach, If you are eating, sleeping, alive, or dead, Popco would like to thank you for your continuous support. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Massachusetts ball champion right here in the house with us today. What's it like being the Massachusetts ball champion? Mr. Man, Greg? you know, it's, it was not easy to get there. That is not a title they just hand out. And uh, I don't really like to talk about it that much anymore, but it is it is great. I mean, it's who you are now. You know it. It's part of you. And, uh, but now he's moving on to things like the Millennial Book Club. And this is, man, if, if this hasn't been already talked about by everyone right yeah but it's also we're still entertaining (laughs) i saw a guy uh matt fernandez is a guy he's a a tampa comedian he does a lot of social media stuff he gets his tweets on like you know in playboy or uh, cnn will quote his tweets once in a while (laughs) doing that type of shit you know so you know he's i guess he's just constantly putting shit out but uh he's obviously and he's huge onto this tiger king thing which we'll talk about the unbelievable impact it's had but he said so right. he had one that was good it was like yeah. netflix didn't even actually make tiger king it was dropped 
on their doorstep right before the coronavirus with a note in the basket that just said, <laughs> you'll know when it's time. <laughs> but so, you know, here's the thing, Dude. though. I think it's not so much the Tiger King itself, like the concept of it or the right. people or anything, because it is kind of crazy and there's a lot to it. But I, I just think it's because everyone is stuck at home. So whatever the hell was on the front page of Netflix, I mean, would just be going nuts. I think that's it's column A and column B. I honestly think it would it would have been huge even if it wasn't for the, just not it, so big. Yeah. Just not so big, but yeah. I mean, so that's right. It's hard to argue that because there is a lot of cool, odd shit going on with this, dude, with it's, this Tiger King it's thing. It's too enticing. I and that's what this. So that's what this uh, is. It's the Millennial Book Club with on Tiger King. Okay. The Millennial Book Club is just fucking watching Netflix, and uh, we chose the the fucking tiger king like last week but last or two weeks ago last week we just weren't together to record but i am pumped to talk about it and if you guys want to say anything fucking i'm sure you do you can call in to 706-200-1213 or write in roadsoda mail at gmail.com fucking tiger king what were you saying man so about i i think that it would have been pretty big but I don't know that it would have been this big, or I, and I guess we had moved on yeah. to start talking about like what the hell is Tiger King? Like how, the, would you, how would you describe it? Like if you're talking to like an elderly person that is not aware of this global phenomenon, I would just say, I would, I don't know. I mean, I would say it's a it's a documentary about, okay. and it's, uh, I don't know, man. I think that's almost as as much as I would be able to get out. <laughs> If, if I'm, I'm thinking about an elderly yourself. person, how do I say it? Uh, it's about a guy with a tiger, and uh, he's a gay cowboy, and he's got, uh, he hates that bitch, Carol Baskins down in Florida. And At this got, point, the elderly person is going, "What the fuck is wrong with kids today?" No, no, you don't get a hold. Let, let me. Gay cowboy. Yeah, well, just let me finish. Just let me finish, Grandpa. Just let me finish. Uh, <laughs> It's got the these guys that were turned gay by meth, and uh, a murder. <laughs> Guy was eaten by a tiger. By dude, that's, that's a thing that you can do now. A lot of people realize. <laughs> oh, you can do that? I'm gonna try that. Yeah, dude. I love like uh, when he when he, uh, Mr. Joe Exotic, was telling his great story that he, he was so excited to tell about how he asked that that guy, the guy who's like, well, I, when I got there, I wasn't gay. And he's like, I asked him, I asked him when he, he, you know, I said, when you watch the pornos, you like those, you like, you like those, the dirty movies, right? Right. Yeah. You like those big old dicks or you like them tiny little dicks? What do you like seeing? <laughs> it's like, oh, I got them. <laughs> I stumped them. <laughs> Fucking, that's how you do it. Oh man. That's, uh, I think, so if I was going to explain it to somebody, I would say it is a documentary about a guy that owns tigers out in Oklahoma and he's got a boyfriend that lives with him that has the worst teeth of anyone living ever had. <laughs> and that's basically what it's about. And tigers the feature thing. I didn't make it past. What is with those goddamn teeth? Get, get rid of those two, dude. dude. It's, it's, like, it's like a house that's been demoed, and there's like one broken-ass two-by-four hanging from the ceiling. Dude, yeah, just love it at like, that point. I guess you're right. Knock it the fuck out, dude. <laughs> knock it the fuck out. That's such a, that's a very good metaphor. 
Let me ask it's you something. Like I, I like to eat applesauce, but every once in a while, I like a little hot, cold sensitivity. So that's what I got. <laughs> that little prong sticks down there, and sometimes the applesauce will. I just makes me feel alive. Wow, <laughs> just to feel it, just to yeah. Uh, did you see towards <laughs> towards the end? Uh, at one point, he was he was getting a tattoo over property of Joe Exotic, which is right above his uh, ding dong. He was getting a tattoo over that. At that point, he did have all his teeth missing. Like he finally oh. was just like, "Oh, screw this shit." <laughs> well, nice. I'm glad that he went there because that's less. I imagine less distracting than just having those two fucking things sticking out of there. Can I tell you how many memes I saw about how uh, people thinking that guy was uh, attractive? And then, Seriously? Yes, and then he got teeth, and uh, that everyone was like, "Whoa!" He or not everyone. It was like some girl like tweeted it. And was like, he's actually pretty good looking because he got I mean, he's, teeth after the show. Well, yeah. Okay. So if he got teeth, then he probably wasn't a bad looking guy, right? Because he's in shape. He's fairly young. Right. You know, tattoos are like a thing now. Kids love to have. <laughs> property of Joe Exotic. <laughs> property of Joe Exotic. That's pretty funny. But I'm not gay, man. Not yeah. Gay. I mean, I got that tat and I've been banging it for years, but don't get confused. Nah, dude. I'm, I'm straight as an arrow. Straight as an arrow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay, what is gay, sir? Damn, man, there's too much to dig into that damn... There's uh, that guy, what was his name, Rick? The Rick Kirkham. Is that his name? Yeah, he was like the the guy that was trying to do that overlaid thing. The, the overlaid yeah, reality he, show. Yeah, yeah, he wanted that reality. He was going to make that reality show, and he started like years ago. And uh, damn, dude. Did that you... Dude wait, did you... I'm sorry, what? That dude was pretty weathered. Yeah, he... I was wondering, like, how many lifetimes has that guy lived? Dude. I don't know. <laughs> two and a half. I saw somebody post uh, a, a video of... It was like a documentary that he was in. It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. But it's about him. It's about that guy. Rick, whatever his name, Kirkham. The, he, he was a reality show. What other reality show shits did he make? I'll look it up right now. Um, a, was He was on, like... Um, what the hell was he was on some type of like ridiculous like Larry uh, no Larry uh, Jerry Springer wasn't he like a Jerry Springer guy like he had his own show as Jerry like a, as a no Jerry no I think he was like a behind because I think he was always like a director or like a behind the uh, camera guy I he thought was he a, was anyway a reporter for Inside Edition oh yeah that's right Inside Edition yeah which well, is not not quite Jerry Springer but it's like bullshit. And it they would, go and they try and make the thing look as bad as it possibly can. Of course. Because it's already there. Why not? Just uh, screw it. It's all shit. Dude, it, it was... Man, uh, I, was wonder, I was wondering if at any point they were going to um, mention the Big Cat Habitat here in Sarasota. Right, it, which I, is kind of a small thing. But you know, now you're thinking like, hey, what's the closest personal angle i've got on the tiger king thing i mean we're not that far from carol baskin for christ's sake she's only an hour north yeah she's in tampa and in it, tampa, i yeah. think it just shows how many of these like cat rescues there are dude and that dude that guy all that fucking prick that full of himself prick up in uh, myrtle beach fucking don or whatever uh antle yeah, Antle. Oh, dude, what a jackass. Yeah. I don't know what his name uh, Bagavan Doc Antle. Yeah, what a what? weird ass lifestyle that dude lives. Yeah, uh, it's not a cult, and everyone's like, dude, nobody was saying 
this is a cult. You said cult, sir. <laughs> like, I'm just heading off of the past. You know, I'm right. banging a bunch of women and all. You, you're gonna the word cult's gonna come up. I know it. You're gonna say it's a cult, and he's getting so pissed. I'm like, dude. There was that's... actually so many extreme personalities that came together in this. It was quite a sweeping doc. It dude, was. Think about it. Like they had crews, obviously in Oklahoma forever. Yeah. Then you had uh, the Rick Kirkham, who was actually. He was really just like a, a one guy participating in this thing, but he for years was trying to do a, a do, like a reality show yeah. in Oklahoma on Joe Exotic. Dude, he saw the goal. Bhagavan, yeah, <laughs> then you got Bhagavan Antel up in South Carolina, Carol Baskin in Tampa. I mean, she's got she's heavily featured in this freaking thing. Yeah. So those are like the three main camps. But then how about like the uh, the Scarface guy in where the hell was he in New York? Uh, no, he's down in Miami. Oh, down in Miami, and that's course. just yeah, the people the, that own the cats. Then you have, or then you have the dude with the fucking lemur, that that chat, that Chucky piece of shit. Remember that? Which guy was that? <laughs> dude, he was the guy that fucking that snitch, the snitch that ratted everybody out, that red haired dude. Oh wait, wait. So now, real quick, I only saw the first. I think like four. Oh shit! A little, little over four. So I haven't finished it, but I mean, it's it's a hard watch. The last four are hard. No, just the each one is so emotionally draining. It takes longer. Like it's seven episodes of anything else would be burned, and like, you know, this thing took a. I had to really portion it out. I couldn't binge watch it. I honestly, that's true for me too. <laughs> I watched. I watched more than one one night. I watched like one point five of one, and I went. This is just Ooh. like I'm separating from reality. Because I'm I'm it's just so weird. There's no anchor in the thing. There's no like regular person. Everyone is weird. Because the one that's supposed oh, to be pitched dude. as like normal is Carol Baskin in the beginning. You're and like, she's okay, the lady. And then it's very clear. I don't think she's... there's anyone that's watching this that doesn't think that she actually killed her husband. I mean, no. pretty dude. frigging obvious that she killed her husband. <laughs> and then that's like just like one little piece of this doc. It's like, what the frick? Dude, that could have been its own doc, just Carol Baskin murder. I know. It's almost like, okay, so so let's just think about this for a second. Ready? Uh, I want to give you this guy, which remember making a murderer? Yes. So that I'm sure like the producers, when they found that story, they were just like floored with its intricacies and they felt it like this is going to be big, right? But dude, imagine the way these guys must feel as like, okay, so we have this gay cowboy. That's pretty interesting. That's enough right there. Wait a minute. He's got two husbands, like two at a time. Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, he's, he's got a rival down in Florida that killed somebody. Like every stone they uplifted was just in, in insanity. Yeah, so many like little tributaries <laughs> that actually turn out to be like raging. They're like, holy rapids. shit, dude. And every time that happened, they just keep looking at each other like, oh, this is, you know this I is going to be. I guess like, we're doing eight apps now, right? We were going to do four, now we're doing six. Then he was like, all right. All right. After talking to this dude, it's clearly eight. <laughs> we couldn't figure a way to get this thing smashed into anything Wait, less also, than seven fucking hours. Someone told me, am I getting this wrong? Someone told me that originally they reviewed, they released seven. And they're like releasing an eighth, like final episode. That's like that been, hasn't come out yet? It's been talked about a bunch. I saw that uh, a week ago, Netflix. Actually, on the last podcast, I thought it would come out the past week. I don't know if it has, but uh, Twitter did tweet out an interview that they did. Like, I want to say it, it made it, they made it seem like it was a few days before they let that out or like a week ago or something. But yeah, they went and interviewed. Um, Joe Exotic in, in uh, Joe Joseph Maldonado. Uh, what was it? Pem- Joseph Pem- Maldonado. Pember or something like because he had that he he got his new husband's last name. 
I don't remember hyphenated because they're they're you know they're they're with it, but yeah, they it's an interview with him in jail like after this thing has already come out and everything. Dude, his hair is just on point. <laughs> He's got these fucking bangs going on. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will finish it because dude, it's it, it was it was pretty ridiculous to it, watch. It I've doesn't just been, stop. Uh, Right through the end, huh? It's just wacky right up to the uh, end. Yeah. They, they, so it starts out like he's in his his ranch. And, you right. know, it's all like actual footage where you listen to him. But then they start peppering you with, uh, you have a call from inmate at Oklahoma State facility, right. Joe Exotic. Yep. And then you're like, okay, so I guess he goes to jail, but for what? And then at some point it's like, okay, he's clearly attacks Carol Baskin pick, or something. Pick one. That's pick one is. of the many illegal things he's doing. Like, what? <laughs> I know. What's he doing? I know. He's actually... He could have went to jail for a lot of different a things. A lot but, of things, dude. So in the, at the end of it then, does he get I, I don't I don't think anyone would spoil anything for anyone if you told us at the end. I don't... Does he... They I think show you're the only one, dude. I think you're the only one. Yeah, so there you go. So it's not a spoiler <laughs> if everyone knows that. I think... <laughs> so he gets... He's out of jail at the end on the other side of his prison term for attacking Carol Nah, Max dude. He's in prison today, sir. Mmm. Yeah, they. I think they filmed that. They recorded that documentary for I don't know, maybe like eighteen months or longer. But I, I, I tried to figure out like because so much footage was old. But I think they probably used a lot of Rick's uh, old footage that maybe didn't get lost in the fire. And um, which, dude, how devastating, dude! How fucking devastating. You have your recording, especially when, especially when it probably was Joe Exotic. That yeah, of fire, course. Right? Dude, yeah, geez, he's got fucking gold. He's he's sitting on guy this this guy Rick is sitting on gold. And he's just every day waking up. I just have to go endure a little bit more, a little bit more and I'm going to be the richest man. <laughs> Cuz it's like Jerry Springer with just one star. Yeah. You don't have to go around the country finding all these people. Just one guy can he, keep it going daily. He attracts them, dude. Joe Exotic. <laughs> it's a uh, Jerry Springer in the wild. Dude, it's I don't know, man. Every little piece. And I'm under the impression at one point I start thinking, so I, you know when Mr. Antle is like driving down the road and he's like, this is my wife's house, this is my wife's house, right? Yes. Yeah, dude. He, uh, I'm, I'm starting to think that there a lot of these guys are using the animal thing as a way to launder money because it... Like I think they're selling drugs and shit, and laundering and laundering money to get to keep that those places running because it just doesn't seem like they would make enough money to feed all those animals, have everyone there, and then like own all those houses and shit. It just doesn't seem like it's a possibility. Well, people come to visit their parks and stuff. You don't think they're making money running a dude after hearing a slave slave oriented. Uh, I mean, the park? slaves the slaves do help, but I think that you know, exotic has Joe Exotic had his own slave situation going on with the fucking meth. But like, after Joe explained how much it took to feed his tigers, what was it like thirty animals a day, like thirty cows a day? If it was just cows, yeah, it was ridiculous. Full cows, cows, full cows. But he had. Who had more tigers than him, though? Did Carol Baskin have more tigers than Joe Exotic? Um, I feel like I, he had the biggest population to feed. It, I don't know. I don't think it was that much bigger. I think it, he had like 120 or something. And that seemed about the number of mo- like 80, 90. But still, that's a lot. And if you're just... and But here's the thing. Joe Exotic's tigers were healthy. 
Those things look like you could pop that cage open and they'd wander out in the wild and that would be it, dude. But fucking Antle's tigers all look like fat house cats because he just kept them <laughs> overfed. That was his trick, dude. He's got more money than he... He's just able to overfeed these fucking tigers. And that's why they're just like, they don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean... That was brutal, man. How about one of the things that I'll remember most from it, besides all the humorous moments and all the crazy-ass people, like the dude, what's-his-face, that died, the youngest boyfriend? Oh, my just God. Just because he, he just liked to fuck around with guns, and he put it up to his head and accidentally shot dude, himself. Dude, and they like, have that guy's totally reaction. Oh, my God. And they have the guy's reaction watching him do that. Jesus, can you imagine seeing that? Dude, just a more... dude just fucking around. I'm not, I mean, this might be a bit insensitive, but it's just more gold, you know? Just can't help but thinking... About the like the producers when that happened, they're like, "I'm very sad about this, but holy shit, <laughs> like you couldn't write better television." No shit, dude. And then and then the way Joe Exotic just like sung at the at his funeral and like made it all about him. That's the way the mom, dude. That was so it, hard, hard to I, watch. <laughs> it was, dude. It was so hard to watch because like the family is like, this fucking circus shit is what killed my kid. He went into this nonsense. And we gotta sit here and listen to this dude do his shitty cowboy song at the funeral. I know. And he's like, and then all right, the, sh- the shit that he said, it was almost like a Michael Scott. <laughs> what is this, a roast? It was like a gay cowboy <laughs> Michael Scott, like saying the most ridiculous, off <laughs> the mark shit. Dude, Michael Scott, you're right. He has the fucking situational awareness of Michael Scott. You're right. He dude. just lives in an entirely <laughs> alternate universe. He exists. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, so the thing that'll stay with me, though, is that story they told about the guy, like, in Pennsylvania that owned a bunch of tigers, like, 20 tigers and lions or whatever, and he was, like, mentally unstable, remember? And he just let them all go on the suburban town of, like, (laughs) whatever the hell it was, Lebanon, PA, and then the cops were like, what the fuck? They got all these calls, and they're going to go kill, like, 20-something tigers, and they showed this big pile of tigers and lions. Dude. (laughs) That was, was like... what the fuck, man? It was like the America, best day of those cops' lives. <laughs> like eight years ago. You think they had a great day? They're like, how many tigers are you going to get? Yeah, dude, they probably made they a probably day of it. A tiger. I've been wanting to shoot this damn thing. We live in Pen- Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and a damn thing happened. Except for those tigers. <laughs> I've been wanting to shoot something. Dude, that that is what happens. And then uh, uh, it there's, there's more of those places than we think of. Like there's one in our hometown. And then Tom Segura did that one of his stand-up specials about how that guy had an animal farm next to like a bunch of animals next door. And they like, I think it was the story that you're just talking about. He let him out yeah, in the neighborhood. I think that might've been the guy he did the fucking stand-up bit about here's double back in real quick to the, to that, um, the way that guy accidentally killed himself, which is absolutely horrifying. Travis. Was that his name? Tra- yes. Travis. So uh, yeah. when this started coming out, a lot of people, uh, compared it to the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, so uh, that was it. Was a documentary. It was just like an hour and a half long. It was just one thing, and it was uh, produced by Dick House, so the guys that make like Jackass and stuff. But dude, it's like the same exact like feel in that it's just this insane white trash family, and their last name is White. And they live in West Virginia, and they're just every single one of them is just fucking crazy, dude. And uh, there's a there's a actually one of the guys in that this lady's telling about talking about how like one of her brothers died, and she's like, well, he 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 died because he put a gun up to his head after he took the 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 bullets out, and he he didn't take the one out of the chamber. 
Jesus Dude's the Christ. same fucking way. How like, many people do you think die like that? You I, know, I, I don't know. Ah, there ain't nothing in this. Let me put it to the most dangerous place I can put it to show you. That's how confident I am. You know, the thing is, and you know this too, this is just human nature, Like, and, it, and it's perfectly pertinent to this tiger thing, is that whatever you're into... You you want to kind of like show yourself and others that you're like more into it than anyone else, so you like to press that line, you know, like putting your hand, putting your arm, your leg, your head in the tiger's mouth. Like right. you people don't know how close I am. Look how close I am. People do that shit with guns. They're like look at this, I'll take the bullets out, I'll put it right up to my head. I don't give a shit. Click click click. See. Right. And most of the time Dude, that works out, and then this it just takes one fail. So you're saying you it's the same type of person that's doing that with the gun that's putting their hand in the tiger's mouth. I. I think no. Here, let me let me qualify the statement. Say everyone kind of has those things that they're into, but if, right. if you're a gun person and you're not all that bright and you're a little bit more on the dangerous side, dangerous. It, you know, it happens. They usually go hand in hand. Man. Yeah, you probably if there's probably like a uh, what do you call that thing? The um, you know, you take all the circles together and you find out nice what the intersections are. Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yes, sir. yes. If you when someone shoots themselves in the head. You put the Venn diagram in your head about the person and go, yeah, that's not surprising. It's overlapping with something. You know? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Just Enough Yoga. Welcome to Just Enough Yoga, where we teach you practical yoga for today's modern world. At Just Enough Yoga, learn everything you need for your Instagram stories and Facebook profile photos. Go into nature with confidence, knowing you can do the perfect scorpion pose in front of that mountain and even on a paddleboard. Don't waste your time with poses that aren't going to help you obtain what you want. Purchase the class upgrade and enjoy a more intimate class session of only three to five students held at the local park. We have a professional photographer attend these classes and he's more than happy to use your personal device. Just Enough Yoga, a Popco brand. This this, and that and this that a lot of us don't have are overlapping and like the things that we do have are also in there. So yeah, you know, it's just those couple extra ones that, you know, really wants to be nuts or drugs is a big part of it, I'm sure. Because yeah. the dude was like stoned all the time, right? Wasn't that his <laughs> thing? He just was constantly smoking dope. Which, oh, and the just, Travis guy? Yeah. The Travis guy, yeah. yeah. He was like constantly, constantly, constantly smoking. Yeah, that's wake, what they all Wake said. and bake, and then just, and what and he had no responsibilities, right? Yeah. Everyone there was like. I'm a prisoner. Like <laughs> or what? how about the, how about the dude, I'm sorry, the lady who got short shrift because there's so much crazy shit going on, but the one that got her arm eaten off. Is that yeah. Kelsey Saffrey? Yeah, yeah. She was like the safety, which was, come on, that's kind of humorous. She was like the safety whatever at oh the is fucking, that what she was i didn't even know that that's what her that was, was the job they kept wow. put underneath yeah and she got her arm bitten off by a tiger the, actually they were like how about that statement about her arm where they were like they said my arm was still good i could still move my fingers and stuff after two days in the hospital and then uh, but the reporters were all over us saying this is so dangerous it's bad for the zoo and the doctor went listen we can save your arm but it's going to take like six months of uh, was, physical therapy that was, like, just take it off it was two years of of surgeries two years okay but it's your it's your arm dude like what the fuck what else are you doing with those two years I don't and know, she man. was just like no i just said i want to protect the zoo <laughs> fuck it just take it off just take it off so i can get back to work i know man that's a hardcore fucking decision 
Yeah. That's like a what do you what is this? The civil war? Like we can fix this thing. Yeah. Nah, you heard me. Take her off. No, I, need I gotta to get back, get back to, to that tiger. Sixty two bucks a week. The the Walmart stale meat truck is coming. Are you just gonna I'm not give, back? I'm not gonna get anything next week. You're just gonna give something else for that tiger to bite. You might as well just get rid of it. <laughs> Dude, she was actually like I kind of respected her point of view though. Or I like to say that uh, you know, her loyalty to the whole thing. I think she was just kind of I don't know. She was like the you can tell she was genuinely kind hearted and and was there for like the animals and stuff. Even though she was surrounded by like a shit ton of just drugs and shenanigans, I'm gonna t- I'm never gonna recover from this financially. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. Hard. And she saw that too. Obviously, she's obviously. Like, I wonder what he was thinking. Yeah. Well, let's watch the doc. He ran out into the gift shop and said, "I will never recover from this." I'm just gonna tell all you people so you yeah. don't watch on the news. Big dude, big big balls move, dude. That's what you got to do, though. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Because either you're going to find out from me or the news, you're going to hear it on the news. But uh, yeah, big, big balls move. I, I wrote down things I learned from Joe Exotic that I would emulate. And I watched all of the episodes. Ask, Nothing written down on the paper at all. Ask for a rain check. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want a rain check? <laughs> Dude. Wow. Balls. He's a businessman. He's like, nah, I need that money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's there's too much. I'm, I... I yeah, there's a lot getting towards the end. The guy, you've seen him a couple times. In fact, in, in the first episode, he's the one that gives you the line about how all big cat owners are the craziest out of all the animal animal people. The cat people are the craziest. Bunch of backstabbing. Do you remember that line? Yeah. It's like Yeah, the, there was like a list of Yeah, one of the first um it was like one of the first lines people you see in the documentary, I think. Who, who was the guy that, that did the quote? I see them it's saying this big, it. Like, you know, dude, he's this big, rotund dude, and he's and he, uh, he's he got blonde, not blonde, he's got a red hair that's parted down his head, like it's parted down the middle, and then like comes halfway down his head. And uh, he's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> I don't know how to... And he, so what was his role in the thing? He was just one of the be, people that owned a tiger? Or that no, was, like, he... Dude, so when they introduce him, he was... Um, like a like owned strip clubs and shit like that, but then he wasn't too he was also into exotic animals, and then uh, he gets he comes along with this other guy who just dresses like a total fucking douchebag that ends up buying the the um buying Joe's zoo from him, but keeps Joe taking around. it out from under him. He yeah, takes Jeff Lowe. Yeah, James Lowe, and then Je- he was. I like, think it was Jeff. Jeff, I mean, if you see it, did you, uh, let me see if I got a picture of him. I don't remember his name, but, uh, yeah, he was. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that's the name of this guy that was. That, oh, that Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe was the guy that him and his wife yeah. came down and like finagled Joe's exotic f- farm from him. Joe exotics farm from him. Right. That was the guy that came in right when Carol yeah. Baskin was really draining Joe. And the guy came in and pretended like he had money. Like he drove in like a rented Ferrari. Or he took him to his rented mansion or something. He was like, "This guy's rich. Yeah, he's got twenty two hundred bucks in cash right here on this desk." Yep. And little did I know that all that stuff was in. Uh, it kind of made money. me sad to think, like, because they, it, when that guy got into the picture, they were like, him and his wife would put a couple of tiger cubs in a suitcase, bring it into a hotel, and then they could go down to the lobby and like entice all kinds of people to come up to the room and bang them just so they could come play with the tigers. 
I was like, is that really? You, I, I mean, I guess that is must it, be a thing because we saw so many people doing it. Is it that easy? Just is, need I a, mean, I just need a couple of tigers. Do you think that actually works, dude? It's like a high school like like super bad plot, you know? No, dude. All <laughs> we need to do is you. I saw it. We get Did a bunch you get of tigers? tigers. What the hell? We just need to get a tiger so we can get these chicks. They just get a but raccoon and like, they spray paint it. But the people that were talking about it were like, it worked like a charm. They take these couple tiger cubs around and they can just pull people from all through the hotel or wherever yeah. they're at. And I was like, Everyone that's, that said it worked like a charm, you, I, I feel like isn't really credible. So we have guys that I think never actually did it with them. We're like, it, and that's because Jeff Lowe would come back and be like, yeah, shit worked. And they're like, well, I believe Jeff Lowe. He's a fucking con man. And uh, and then and then of course Jeff Lowe was like a little pussy little pussy gets you a lot of pussy. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. swing. Fucking well, then you think it too about Doc Ant Antler or whatever Ant Antel 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 up in South Carolina. I mean, he had this co- this whole coven of women, dude, that he, worked for him. Absolutely, but they were all weirdo chicks too, though. I mean, they were young. Yeah. There's a lot of women, by the way, that are super into animals. Like you could probably think in your personal life of ten women that you know, and probably some guys, but definitely women nah, dude, that are it's... like so much more into animals than yeah. Than people. Like everyone remembers from their middle school and high school, the horse girl, like the girl right. that drew horses. She rode horses outside of school. Every once in a while, she wear fucking horse boots to school. She had like the name of her horse written on her binder. Yes, horse girl, dude. Or like the cat girl or the cats and dogs girl that's like devotes all of her time to the shelter and talking about uh, animals. Every every crisis that comes up, they go on Facebook and they go, yeah, we're all thinking about this for people, but can someone please think about the homeless <laughs> dogs? Please. Get the fuck out of here. They can't get corona. So there are a lot of people like that and a lot of women like that. And then when yeah. you're, that's just regular animals. Yeah. When you bring in the exotic factor that there's like tigers, that just makes it even more... Do you think you know. to to do you think to like have uh, like a a, a a draw towards those types of animals? Something's got to be a little uh, a little loose up in the noggin, a little different. I you know I, I thought about it a lot. I was like I I think I guess there would be a little bit of a draw, right? Because tigers are fairly exotic. I think everyone walked away from this doc amazed how many tigers there are. And like didn't didn't someone say someone we're number one baby. Tig- more tigers in people's homes and whatnot than there are actual free live uh, in captivity. Yeah, in, in captivity, just in America. More just in America yes. in captivity than yes. there are free in the world. Yes, because we're number so, one. What did you think? This is like a bigger topic of this thing. Is what do you think is the difference between Carol Baskin and forget about her murdering thing aside? I mean, she's trying to be, right. you know, collecting all these tires to save them. I mean, it's pretty much the same fucking thing. I mean, no, you don't get it. Hers is different. She keeps them till they die. <laughs> and, well, that's another thing with the money, too, when we talk about, like, how does this Doc Ant- Antel, uh, you know, Antel make his money? I mean, he was selling a lot of those tigers when they got to that the yeah. ripe age of two or whatever it is when you can't pet them anymore. Right. That was crazy to me that people would he, he, That's what he said he was to- selling them, but he was blasting them. Oh, you think he was blasting him? People said that's what he got. He uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm pretty. Per- no. I'm pretty sure he was blasting him. <laughs> pretty positive. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> you can't. It's, it's you like can't he, do anything with them when they're older. Like once they get to three or whatever, and they're too big. Yeah, because they get to this age when when all they are is just something you have to feed. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything else for you. 
all that time. Yeah. Like, yeah, people come to the park and they walk around and take a look at that tiger. But what's the difference from 20 tigers to fucking 22 tigers? That's just another mouth to feed. Right. So in that short little month, a short little like few month span where this thing's cute, you can, uh, from Joe Exotic's mouth, this is a hundred grand right here. It, it's that much that the foot tra- traffic that's going to come in and pay to pet a tiger. At least for uh, Mr. Exotic, he would even do the the traveling shows. He would bring it around to people, so it wasn't even like a seasonal thing for him. And didn't Carol Baskin start out like that too, where they were buying and yeah, kind she of was dicking around with them. I do. The husband wanted to do it. That's right. And then she yeah. murdered him because she was like, "No, you need to keep them safe from humanity." Dude, so many of the the memes online are, are memes like uh, it shows the two of them, and then like trying to uh, something about trying to figure out how she's different. Dude, she literally says in there she explains why she's different. She's like, "We're not breeding tigers. We're just giving them a place to live until they die." So that's the only right. difference. She just she keeps them till they die. That's it. So. So that is you, you're saying that that's enough of a difference for you? No, that, <laughs> no, dude, no. That's you're saying it's insane. Much is. It's insane to think that's a difference because all they're all keeping them till they die. So why are you trying to sh- close them up? Like they've got tigers that are going to live out their entire lives there. Dude, I know. And it's shitty little cages. Like that's so. That's like having a dog. Oh, uh, we don't like keep them in cages. I, she got a fucking tiger in a cage. <laughs> dude, that is. What's that called? Like uh, delusional um, uh, shit. Like not distancing, but like I don't know, man. It's that's that's insane, right there. Yeah, delusion. The word delusion is involved. It's definitely Absolutely. involved in there, <laughs> dude. How? What kind yeah. of mental gymnastics you have to do to convince yourself that that's not a fucking cage? Is is just the same kind of gym, mental gymnastics you'd probably have to do to make yourself feel okay, feel feeding your tiger. To feeding your your husband to tigers, is there? Do you think there are more? Like they could do another one of these and do like Snake King or I don't, I don't know. know what the hell other. What I other think ti- they I, really... I would have not been able to come up with Tiger King before this. No. To say there's a bunch of people with tigers, but there's got to be other exotic shit that. Pe- or is Tiger the one? I think is Tiger's the, the one, one, man. Just because it's what? Be- why? Because why big cat. Because I think. Well, here's this is going to get a little. Uh, here's what I think. Oh, here comes cats, the soapbox. Here love comes the soapbox. Cats in general are already pretty fucking wild. But are you familiar? Like, are cat people, I should say, already pretty fucking wild? And there's a good sort of uh, hypothesis as to why cat people are a little fucking loony. And have you have you um, heard of that that parasite that lives in their shit? Yes. Tox something toxo to, what is it? Toxoplasmosis. To, toxoplasmosis. When I first heard it in Train Spotting. That's what killed that dude. Toxoplasmosis. I was here with like a Scottish accent. Yeah, so it's this <laughs> shit that that cat people get, and it makes them like attracted to cats more, and makes them more fucking reckless and shit. And I don't think it's un- unique to house cats. I think it's fucking all fucking big cats have that. And uh, so, and not to mention that a lot of these people. I would love to hear your views extrapolated further, further detail on a three and a half hour episode of Joe Rogan. Uh, this is my. Uh, let me tell you something. That, uh, this toxoplasmosis with all cats. Uh, with tell all us cats. more. And uh, it's it, in fact the toxo is actually bigger, physically bigger in the big cats as well. <laughs> I researched all this. You can. I spent all my time researching this. There's actually a lot of stuff, by the way. I I did look into that. We when we first talked about 
toxoplasmosis and everything. I had known about it from the movie Train Spotting from like the 90s. But, you know, I just said, oh, that's kind of a fucked up thing. I kind of thought it was like an isolated thing. Then when we started talking about it, it took on like, I think there was a news article or something. We started talking about it. And I looked into it and I was like, wow, it like, it really does have more of like a, it's not just like, well, this is how this creature propagates survival. It just finds a way to get this cat in a fight with other cats so that you know, they can rip each other open and get some blood flowing and maybe they yeah. can spread. It seemed much more targeted. Dude. And then I started reading, there's a lot of stuff, dude, controlling even humans Yes. at like a bacterial level that we, that... Who, the, who the fuck knows when we'll ever know. No, dude, I think that's all we are is just fucking bacteria. We're just like, we're I... just being completely manip. That's it. That's it. We're yeast. We're big piles we're yeast. of yeast. <laughs> It's maybe like uh, there, was a, there was a really cool uh, Kurt Vonnegut book. I think it was Galapagos is the one yeah. where the story is told by like a the last of like way distant man. We've we've evolved all the way to the point where we've realized we're not successful on land. We have to go back to the sea. Yeah. So like this is the last one that's like taking back fully to the sea as like a dolphin or whatever. And they said maybe the next iteration will do a better job with it. And it's like maybe that's what the bacteria is. It's like they go to back. They realize, okay, it doesn't work in this format. So we'll go back to a bacteria form. We'll evolve, devolve, whatever. And then we'll try and control the next generation from a bacterial level. And that's what this is. Just over and over again, they're trying to make us not be fucking psychos. Jiminy Christmas. Well, good luck with that. I don't, think- <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of shit controlling Jokes, jokes on one them. Of my, one of my favorite uh, memes from, because there's been a million different fucking memes oh, dude. but the one that makes me laugh the most yeah is a picture just carol baskin and yep. it says took a dna test turns out i'm 100 percent that bitch carol <laughs> fucking baskin dude, that's <laughs> ah man dude i saw one with her she was like laying it, it looked weird she it looked like she was laying on the sidewalk with her uh helmet on and it said uh feeling cute might go feed my husband to my tigers later lol and then it was like a little heart face because dude the way she was the way she was taking that picture it looked like she was taking like a, a selfie to go to like send to her boyfriend or something like hey feeling cute dude and you know what's funny she, what's the what's the fallout for her do you think I, long term i'm quoting uh, a friend of, of ours eric he worked with us he said i find it ironic that she thought all of this coming out would finally he said it's in, insanely meta and ironic that she thought all this coming out would bring closure to her situation <laughs> jesus yeah it might bring closure to her goddamn park because people just dude, gonna be like i can't seriously that i can't bitch. condone dude she has the the, the slaviest labor she has all volunteer volunteers she doesn't even fucking have sex with them she, that we know of. That we know of. That dude doesn't dude. look like he's all that active in the bedroom. What if he's that? What if he's just a animal? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe she just he when he sleeps, she rubs cat shit all over him to make yeah. him a fucking wild man in the bedroom. Oh, dude, what is their god? I their sex is probably the grossest, weirdest shit. Do you think you know, she it's has? Funny. Role play. Act like you're. Can I? I like. I want to play that where I act like I'm killing you. Role play again. <laughs> just really yeah, does it just, for me. What, do you think he like after the watching this thing? He's like, oh, geez. Like, 
No, nah, dude, of course not. Of course shit. not. He's a cat person. No, 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 no. He's, he's, he's just straight yeah. ahead on her he side. He looks at her and ready. he goes, I'm going to make this woman happy for the rest of my life. Probably the safest route. Yes. Probably the safest route for him to just make sure. If he wants to She's got nothing to lose now. Yep. Dude, that guy. He almost seemed level-headed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing. He, he associated himself and brought himself into this mess. Otherwise, he seemed like a regular old... Well, I did my taxes today, kind of fucking guy. Like, very meat and potatoes dude, guy. Like, meat yeah, and these tires need saving. I'm helping her out. I'm her husband. She, We're doing this together. I'm she fucks like a wildcat. What more do I need, <laughs> dude? And then you know, I, I guess I'm curious to see what the fallout is with the volunteers at the big cat place in Tampa that she's at. Like, are people still going to be turning out in droves? All these soccer moms seem like they were like fighting to go from green to yellow or red or whatever Dude, that's why she's got them fucked up on some other sociology shit i'm telling you what that's like the systeming that they did in like nazi germany and shit and like dude she knew exactly what they were doing what she was doing she's like yeah i don't even know any of their names so they get to a blue shirt and then i'm like hey i've seen you around for like five years that's so cool (laughs) i'm like holy shit that's unbelievable that all these people are doing so much work she must be super awesome. How many fucking views do you get? Dude. Oh, yeah. And then that was the simplicity of that whole thing, too. Is she just was the first adopter of social media, basically. And that's why she's got such a lead on all these psychos. Dude, Doc Antle, Han- Antle hated that aspect so much. You could tell Because he, he was like an actual level-headed person. You know, he's like, <laughs> God damn it, why did I do that? He's, Joe, yeah, level-headed level in the way of like a, a, a psycho cult leader. Dude, that guy... <laughs> Like everything was so fucking thought out and processed and like you can he just had I'm a cult leader vibes, man. That's what they does act he, like. Does he have fallout from this or does he just continue on business as usual? Nah, he uh, at the end of the documentary it says he was got he got raided. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he All got, right. he got raided because so he was fu- I told you he was marking those little fucking uh those things. Marking the three-year-olds. Marking the little, the little uh, tiger babies. Just blow. You know what? I used to blow. I used to. Uh, this used to affect me. Blow. But now, blow. Oh. I, I can't wake he up. Blow. <laughs> he's talking to his girl. Hey, you know, you got to stop dressing like such a tramp. Pull and the little baby tiger. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Look, you know what? It was too sad to kill him any other way. You know. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Man, this... I could talk about this fucking show for ad nauseum forever. This is... Uh, we've already been talking about this shit for fucking... For 42 minutes. I gotta stop to say fucking. We've already been talking about it for 42 minutes. And I think we covered what we wanted to say. Is there anything we're missing? Did we forget? Dude, we we're absolutely missing. I think... Let's touch on two little things and we'll wrap up this segment. Right? So, I think... Do you think they're going to... So they are producing like a live movie. Did you see that? No. I think the movie is just not going to do even... I don't, I, don't, I don't understand how something fake could compare to that. The entire time I was watching it, I was like, if this was a joke, it, it wouldn't... If this was like not real, it just wouldn't be as funny. It's, it's so much crazier because it's real, you know? It'll have to be a hell of a movie. It'll have to have like a killer cast and just like top-notch team putting it together to like really get the funny and put it all in an hour and a half because like you said it's all about fact being stranger than fiction what are you gonna do with a movie yeah i think the best so you're person right. everyone so who's your who's your uh pick to play joe exotic i think uh i'm happy with my pick 
I mean, if we could have like a 26-year-old David Spade, I mean, that's gold. He was Joe Dirt, basically. He was a gay version of Joe Dirt. Right. But I don't know. Like, if they're making it in 2020... You know, you know who I think it would maybe be? Maybe they go Danny. Danny He's too, I, I, I At first, you know, that's your go-to because he's got baggage. the mullet. Yeah. Here's who I think. Ready? Ready. Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> I think Sasha Baron all, Cohen would be able to sink into that character better than just about anybody else. And so really I, pull I, it together. I won't argue with you, but I can say this is my thoughts on Sasha Baron Cohen. He could do an effective job on any. He could be Travis, he could be Carol Baskin, he could be <laughs> any of them with no problem. Dude, with no he's problem. Just, he's amazing. Knock it out. But of the yeah, park. they would have to. They probably would have to find a guy that doesn't have a big cachet. Because when I was just thinking, you just put it to me, and I'm like, shit, this is gonna be a movie. Who would it be? Right. I'm thinking Danny McBride, but he's got two. There's too much too much attached to it already. That's why people yes. want to pick him because he's already got that eastbound and down like crazy out of control. So it's like that's why Maybe people it'll be choose one of the him first. Crazy, like it depends on the movie. If you tell me it's gonna be like a hundred million dollar thing, I'm gonna say Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> and he's gonna go live with these tiger people for like two years. And oh, like I put myself the, in jail with Joe Exotic and I let him bone me in the asshole. I, know I found a way. Yes, he's like I lived with two young boys for eighteen <laughs> months, and I fed the toxoplasmosis. I ate cat shit for. <laughs> five days a week and I'm in the role and I'm doing it. I'm losing 28 pounds so I could be super thin Joe Exotic. Or it could also be like another method guy like McConaughey. That bitch. That, that fucking bitch. Carol funny. Baskin. Dude, that's what he... McConaughey would have almost the look because he, he did that role where uh, where he had the sunken cheeks and shit, the da- Dallas Buyers Club. Dude, they could call it Dallas Buyers Club 2. No, Oklahoma Buyers, Buyers Club. Buyers Club 2. that's your title. Man, Oklahoma I like Tiger it. Club. You're drawing me in already. So <laughs> that's, I think. So that was the, one of the two points you wanted to bring up. What was the other one before we? So before we real move quick on. on the movie, I think the movie whoever when whoever makes it is going to got to either have is is the just the hopes of trying to make it as popular or or as good or attract everybody that attracted that was attracted to the documentary. Like, good luck, man. That's going to be rough. Um. I also think this is the second thing that the uh, they'll probably make this follow-up episode, but I could see them just continuing to drop episodes like as this thing progresses. Like I don't know. I think as they as more shit might happen, or just to answer because there wasn't really too many loose ends, but there's just so much to be talked about. I think that they might. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they'll make another season? another season yeah Jesus. like another three I, episodes i i mean i can't imagine them doing it but i, I don't know yeah you feel like they left it where there was like more to uncover no did they just go find like another pack of tiger people and what? try and do, this, this seemed like it took so long to put together yeah and there was just such a perfect storm of like craziness you're right yeah, you it would be amazing if they went out like I'd be scared for America if they yeah. came out and fished out eight more apps with another team of people because then it's like what the hell is Dude, going uh-oh. on, man? T- Jesus Tiger Christ. Exotic Two, all new cast. <laughs> what? How? Dude, it is, ma'am. It was yeah. You're you're right. I think they should take the the Seinfeld route and they just call it quits. Get out while they're while they're on top. They're number one. Don't don't touch it. Just leave it. Anything else you do from here on out, like, it's just not going to... 
Now that you said there's a movie coming, though, like it, it sets something off in my brain where I'm like, it actually, they could do something really good with the movie because, first of all, just because we saw it and so many, you know, 50 million people saw the thing or whatever, right. that doesn't necessarily mean everybody saw it and there's like a global audience and all that. And if you were, you have all these cool things that actually did happen and now you can kind of bend, it's not Legos anymore with the truth where it happened. You can kind of take some plastic and go, well, wouldn't it be cool if this happened right in between and how beautiful would that be? And they could do that and cover the murder. They can actually show her murdering the guy and feeding him in. Right, then you could right. show, meanwhile, out in Oklahoma, and you could do like oh, you know yeah. several different sets, and you could have some really cool, you could have some really cool shit going. It could be super funny, and it, would, it could be dark funny too. I mean, let me yeah. no, let me back up. It would have to be dark. Funny, I think it would have it would to be, be. It would be very funny though. It would be, dude. Like, I, I mean, it could be very funny. I just uh, looked uh, on Forbes magazine. Thirty-four million people watched Tiger King in the first ten days. That's crazy, right? <laughs> Dude, in the first 10 days. Jesus Christ. That's nuts. I don't know. I, I don't doesn't say anywhere here how many people have watched it, but I, I got curious when you said that. I was like, I wonder how many. Jesus. Well, if you have anything you want to say about this, about Tiger King, please feel free. RoadSodaMail at gmail.com. We'd love to uh, bring up what you, said, what you have to say about it. And... Uh, also, or you can call 706-200-1213 and leave a message. Next week, on the or for the Millennial Book Club, we're going to watch. And how do you, I don't know how you follow up Tiger King, but uh, we're going to try with Dave Chappelle at the Kennedy Center Mark, wait, at the Kennedy Center Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. I thought, Already it, awarded... Worst title of a Netflix thing ever. So complicated. <laughs> They're like, what else do we call it? And as Dave Chappelle's like, that's what we're calling it. Like, Come on, Dave. I don't think. Nope. Nope. That, it's a, that's what we're calling it. Fuck me once, motherfuckers. You ain't fuck me on this one. I'm telling you. This is what it is. Write it down. This, you want to be the next Tiger King? Oh, man. So I'm looking forward to it. I literally put it on for like a second. I was like, what is this, like stand-up? And, of course, the first like se- first 30 seconds, it's him on stage and he's you know telling a joke. So I was like, all right, you know what? If it's Dave Chappelle, I'm on board. So let's see what it is. And, um, of course, a lot of people don't know this rule about the Millennial Book Club. You don't have to watch all of it or even all of the first episode. All you have to do is watch like 20 minutes of something. And if you can't stand it after that, you're allowed to just fucking say next and turn it off and go back to your... It's uh, like the same rules for a one-night stand in Florida. That's legal. you got to give it 20 minutes. At least otherwise, 20 minutes. Otherwise, he's got legal rights. You try, Did you try for 20 minutes? Wait, what? <laughs> she, 16 minutes, Your Honor, is all she gave me. Is all I'm saying. We was in, was in the lines of Florida. I was in, definitely in the guidelines, in, in uh, Section 2, Column A. Is that how they do that? You were getting a little Eastern European when you when you said Millennial Book Club too. I honestly thought you were gonna say it's okay, next installment of Milo's book club. <laughs> Sorry, my King. my uh, Eastern Bullock was coming out. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week, the uh, you heard what we said. The Mark Twain Mark Dave Chappelle Twain thing. You'll you'll see it on there. That was it. It just the the show came and went just like all the other ones and then i go hey hey greg what'd you learn 
I'm gonna say I could join Whoop for thirty dollars a month. It's gonna tell me if I'm sleeping or not. Because I have a hard time sometimes we, differentiating. We talked about that when we weren't recording. <laughs> <laughs> to the beer that I totally drained after recording, I learned this. We've uh, we're also actually this is the outro. We've already been recording, and that was beautiful. Yeah, we were talking about the Whoop bracelet. We've been talking more, not with the uh, with the recording on than we have with the recording on. So what what did you I learn know. when we that we actually recorded? Um, I learned about uh, <laughs> about Tiger. How about Tiger? <laughs> Tiger I learned Woods. about tigers. Yeah, dude. I learned that. No, it was the other black guy. The, not the black guy. The gay cowboy. The gay cowboy. I heard this whole thing is all fucking Carol Baskin's fault. We learned about uh, we learned about the Easter eggs that had the porno in them. Porno eggs. Yep. We also learned about. Let's see. We did the the whole the whole quarantine, the little road so to take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn that Isaiah was a quarantine prepper from way back. <laughs> That's, right. That's what I learned. I've been I'm t- I've been telling everybody that this would happen. I'm. Thank you so much, man, for for joining the episode. And uh, you guys, next week's episode I think the numbers are still off on the show we're on episode like I think this is 135 but it actually counts on the apps like 200 something if it was the 200th episode you would know we would be making a shtick of it uh, anyway wait is it really messed up? yeah from when I switched from SoundCloud and then moved to Podbean it like there was this whole thing where it like copied them twice at one point so uh, I, I think if I email them, they'll just take it away. It's just, I don't know, it's not top priority. <laughs> where where uh, does it even say what number episode, though? Uh, I mean, if you, like, if you get, if, if it's on, uh, like, Apple or whatever, I, mean, I think there is a number next to it, right? Like on the Apple Podcasts or just about any podcast, it's like the episode number will be next to the, next to the name, right? Well, I use, um, use Overcast, right? I use Overcast. Yeah, it doesn't have a number. Oh, okay. Remember, we got that hotshot Manhattan consultant that came in and said, drop the numbers. We should go with text. Hey, man, he told us it was supposed to work. <laughs> this is supposed to work. Well, anyway, it, um, yeah, so that's what episode we're on. But next, we talked about Tiger King, and you guys can still call in or, or write in roadsodamail at gmail.com or call 706 200 1213. And. You know what? Next week we're doing the very... It's the Dave Chappelle Kennedy Space Center launch? Missile launch? No, it's the Dave Chappelle Kennedy... Dave Chappelle live at the Kennedy Center honoring Dave Chappelle for the... At Kennedy Center. The humor, the humor Award, right? The Mark Twain Award. Mark Twain Award for humor. Okay, that's what we got. Bam. Hey. Ready? So we're going to tighten that up. We're going to put <laughs> Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain, Kennedy Center. It's got to have all those I things. <laughs> that's what we're watching for next week. I think it'll be good. It's Dave Chappelle. Either way, we'll, we'll be able to talk about it. And that's it, everybody. Uh, have a beautiful week. Do, uh, do what you're supposed to and... Remember, Greg? What do you what do you always say? You want to have a happy life? Whoop! There it is, baby. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs>
Get your sleep. Where were you it's doing the marketing the meeting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get your sleep, as you said, right? Okay. Right? Right? Get get some sleep. <laughs> You'll appreciate it in the morning. <laughs>